what is your big idea? And then I would really want you to dig deep about why do you want to do that big idea? I'll just give you some examples of my clients. I have one lady that her big idea was to take chalkboards and make signs out of them. And she had been doing it all along. And everybody said to her, you need to sell these. You need to sell these. Well, now she's turning it into a business. And so you need to know and understand what your really big idea is and what you want to create it into. Do you want it to be a hobby and make $100 a month? Do you want it to be a real business and in months or years make it 100000 So you really need to be clear on what your big idea is. That's awesome. And same thing as when I talk to people about life vision. When you have a clear idea, what is your ideal lifestyle, then you can also tie that into your big idea. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued, and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm on the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Sabrina. Welcome to another episode of the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. And today we have the honor of having Catherine and Clayton with us. Thank you for being here, Catherine. Oh, thank you, Sabrina, so much for inviting me. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, so Catherine and I are both in Texas and we connected just through Women Helping Women Networking. And I think there are so much into being in a support group like that where people just actually randomly connected and think about there are so many people out there and you are the two people who actually thought, hey, why not get to know each other more? Because the power of unity and synergy is there. Absolutely. I I think it's so important to network and I use different platforms to network as well. And I I think we connected through, you know, women helping women to network, but then also LinkedIn, if I recall correctly. Yeah, exactly. And Catherine is one of those LinkedIn experts. So we'll talk more about what she does. She pretty much helped women and especially Women work twice as hard as men and are better at sales than men. However, they are spending most of their time making other people rich. Meanwhile, they don't have the time to take care of their own kids, to ballet, soccer games. And Catherine Ann helps professional women launch their own business, make their own money, and create time freedom. 
And when you think about working with Catherine, she'll help you brainstorm ideas and create money plan that takes you from ideas to sales and profit fast. And she believes that all experts can leverage more on their strengths and identify their hidden blocks. So that's awesome. And what we bring Catherine here is that many healthcare professionals are loving their job, and they devoted to serving others and treating people and save their lives. However, there's so much work-related stress, and recent article has shown that. More than sixty-four percent of physicians are showing symptom burnout, and our depression rate has even tripled. And now, how can we really leverage our knowledge and might not be feeling trapped, undervalued by the work that we're doing for someone else, but having something that we can control and potentially pivot out somehow? So I love it that you're here with us. Well, thank you, thank you. You know, it's the reason that I want to help women do that is I was definitely in that situation. I was busting my butt in a big corporate job, making a ton of money. But I looked up one day and I wasn't spending time with my kids, and my husband was taking carpool. And my kids, they got used to dad doing everything. In fact, one moment which really Change the trajectory of what I'm doing is I reached down to my daughter and she was、uh, 11 years old and I said, "Hey, let mommy help you with that." And she goes, "You don't need to help me. Daddy can. You are too grumpy and you need to go to work." And I was like, "Okay, wow. I am not being the present parent that I always dreamed about." And I knew. That I had done it before. I had been successful in network marketing years before I had kids, and I knew that it didn't really want network marketing to be the avenue. But I knew that there was something bigger for me, and so I went out there and I figured it out and I created it, and I started my own company, Three Energy LLC, which is an energy company. So I do that. That's half of my job, and the other half is I started coaching with people and helping women really take their ideas and turn them into profits. And I have the uncanny ability to look at a business, whether it's just an idea or something that you want to do to level up, and I can take you there pretty quickly because you know, like you said in the introduction. People don't understand the barriers in their business, and so you need somebody that's unbiased, that's not a friend, that's not your spouse, that's not your partner, and they need to look at it and say, "Okay, well, we can tweak this, or we might think about this, and we might think about that," and somebody to basically be your cheerleader, because sometimes when somebody's starting a job or things like that, and you're spending money, you don't have the support. Of your husband or wife or whatever it is, because all they see is money going out, and that becomes very depressing, as you said, for the women and the women in healthcare that have a full-time job, if you will, do a side hustle, you know, and make an extra two, three hundred dollars a month. And if that's all you want, then that's okay. It's wherever you want to be is where I'll take you. Yeah, that's so wonderful. Is the identifying where you came from, that even your child, right? That relationship part was not connected to you. You're not showing 
up as the parent that you wanted, and your kids even feel that way. It's not just our family. Our life have ten different components, as I always talk about. And if we're not seeing every single component, of course, there's gonna wobble. We don't feel satisfied because everything is intertwined. When we are able to leverage our resources, leverage our skill into the optimum state, and reflect on them and really do something about them. Of course, there's more power into that for women. Absolutely, and I think that so many women don't realize how powerful they are and how we can change the world. Oh yeah, for sure. Now there are studies have been shown more than sixty percent of people in general don't know how awesome they already are. One of the very frequent questions I ask people is just, "What are you feeling? How are you feeling?" In majority of the time for that day, and a lot of people will say, "Yeah, great, I'm fine, I'm okay," and very few amount of people will say, "I'm awesome, I feel superior." And follow-up question: How often do you feel that way? Rarely will be like all the time, but we really should just feel awesome because we validate ourselves for being that awesome. Absolutely, and I will tell you that you know I get a lot of answers that I will ask, "How's business going for you?" or "How are you doing?" And I will tell you that ninety percent of the people write me back and they say, "Great." And then it's about the question: If you want to be a coach, or if you want somebody that is coaching you. You got to make sure that they're getting a little bit deeper than great, because everybody has that surface level, and we need to get deeper than the surface level. And then I always ask them, "Well, what about it is great?" And then I continuing asking questions, and about eighty percent of them, after I've asked a set of four or five questions, they're like, "Okay, my day is not good. It's horrible. I don't have this. I don't have that." But we're so programmed to say, "Oh, we're having a great day." Yeah. Or the other quick answer that a lot of people say is, "I'm busy," and it seems like they use busyness as a badge of honor of their status instead of actually, when you're busy doing a lot of things that do not move the needle, and you're just busy, you're robbing your precious time, energy, and sanity. You're not actually creating a life that you truly should be living in. Absolutely, I call this Sabrina. You're going to laugh, and I've told this to people, and I've made a lot of people mad. So they tell me this: I'm busy, I'm busy. I'm like, well, you're busy and broke, and they're like, well, that's not nice, and I'm. And so then I'll do numbers because in, in my business, business is all about numbers. And then I'll do the numbers. And I did this with somebody that I was doing an enrollment conversation with, and it came down to that she was making ten cents an hour. She had never looked at it like the way that I broke it down for her. And she was like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, in the beginning she was mad. At the end she was like, "You are right. I am busy and broke." And I was like, "Well, ten cents an hour is pretty broke." I know, right? And that's <laughs> something I do for even students who are looking for their first job in medicine or people who are already in the career. Now, I focus on peak performance of how can you be more successful as the leaders in your field to become more influential, and that is by knowing your value. What is your value per hour? 
And how can you seek out the next one when you're ready to change? And that is about how is your productivity related to your ROI? And many people have to take calls in medicine, and some other people don't. Now, some might have to work weekends. So, if you add all the hours plus charting plus when you have to answer phone calls, that's all work-related hours. Some of those hours can be actually doing what you love to do, not just your obligations. So, what's it really worth it to you in life?、Um, yeah, I agree with you totally. And we have to really take a really realistically view of it and really realize. And sometimes it's that coach that helps you. Find that realistic view of it because you don't really know what you're doing, and you get. And they use the word "I get stuck," so that is definitely something that I try to get them past. Right when the feeling of stuck is there, you feel helpless. You feel like you have no option. However, when we can pivot our thinking into being resourceful. Because there are so many people like us who are coaches in different revenue, or just even multiple other resources as programs, online books, podcast, and just like people are listening to this one to find options for themselves. Absolutely, I think it's just really important that in business that you have a realistic view of what's going on in your business. Right. So one thing we wanted to ask you is for anybody out there who don't have a business or just thinking about creating a business as a healthpreneur out there, what would be some of the first steps that you would advise people to do? The first step that I would advise you to do is what is your big idea, and then I would really want you to dig deep about why do you want to do that big idea. I'll just give you some examples of my clients. I have one lady that her big idea was to take chalkboards and make signs out of them, and she had been doing it all along. And everybody said to her, "You need to sell these. You need to sell these." Well, now she's turning it into a business. And so you need to know and understand what your really big idea is and what you want to create it into. Do you want it to be a hobby and make a hundred dollars a month? Do you want it to be a real business and in months or years make it a hundred thousand? So you really need to be clear on what your big idea is. That's awesome. And same thing as when I talk to people about life vision. When you have a clear idea, what is your ideal? Lifestyle. Then you can also tie that into your big idea for your career for your business. Because if you're thinking about creating something that doesn't really fit how you want to live, and it's really much contraindicated to your idea lifestyle. If you're someone who doesn't like speaking, creating a podcast or be a public speaker probably wouldn't be as ideal、right. as become a blogger. Right. Wonderful, and when we have that clear end goal, then we can reverse engineer a path. Then you won't be trying so many things, and then get shiny object syndrome and never really get to where you want to go. Absolutely, I have a client that does funding for people, and she's just not. It, she knows it makes money, but she's just not into it. She loves writing. And so we are moving her towards. Let's write a book, 
And she actually has gotten somebody that is interested in helping her write a book. But now we're having to go through a lot of fears and a lot of I'm not good enoughs and a lot of what I call nuts. And the reason I call them nuts is because they're in your head and they move around and they jingle jangle all the time, but they are negative, undesired thoughts. We all have them and we got to learn how to get rid of them. And so she's learning how to get rid of those nuts in her brain so that she actually can execute on this idea of her writing. So it's really fun to watch her metamorphosis into this beautiful writer. And I know she's going to be successful. Yeah, that's so amazing to truly figure out your strength. And that's something that I ask people to do too, even in their current career. How do you fall back in love with the career that you already have? Or make sure that you don't feel like you have devoted all these years into a degree, into climbing up the ladder into leadership, and you, you now feel dissatisfied and want to give up. And then you still feel like those part of the years is your identity. It's by doing what you're just saying, skill part. What are the things that you do really well that other people actually are finding difficult to do? That's how you shine and make a list of it. Even just write on a blank piece of paper of all your skills, all the opportunities that you feel like you want to take on. What are these things and which ones have you been already leveraging on and what other skills you wanted to highlight more? Absolutely. And I think, you know, if you can sit down and and dream like you did when you were a child, because if you look at your kids or your nieces or nephews or just small children around, they dream and they dream really big. And I think it's important to go back to your childhood and go, gosh, when I dreamed about this, there were no limitations. I mean, my son is an example. He wants to be an actor. He has no limitations and he's gone for parts that I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to be, oh, this is not going to be good. And he's actually gotten two really good parts. He was in Newsies and he was Teddy Roosevelt and then he was in Beauty and the Beast and he was LaFoe. And this is a kid that has no formal training, but he saw it and he could see that he wanted to do it and he went for it. So as adults, we lose that because all the fears come in and all the, who do you think you are trying this? You need to stay where you are because our brain, and you know this, Sabrina, our brain is made by God to keep us safe and jumping out of the un- into the unknown, be it a business or a different healthcare job is scary because it's not keeping us safe because we don't know what's on the other side. You're so right. Our primitive brain are created to do only two things, skin for things that might harm us. Our ancestors are running away from animals, beasts. Now, Mm -hmm. we don't have that problem, but we're still scanning away things that could potentially hurt us. What if I take this step and it doesn't work out? Some people are too logical, have to think about all the possible outcome before they act. They become paralysis analysis. Now, our brain also scan for pleasure. Anything that's easier, anything that's quicker, but then we procrastinate. People who procrastinate 
it's not just holding on to a temporary pleasure. It's also because they haven't got to the point where we just talked about having such a clear end vision that tied to the skill that you are already really good at. Absolutely, absolutely. And the procrastination and the perfectionism is real, my dear. But it really isn't real. You've just got to go and do what you need to do. That's not making excuses. I know, because we use excuses. We give ourselves certain internal expectation. The world has certain expectation for us. And it just keeps bombarding us. And that brings us to the holistic life assessment that I have our speaker do because I believe in because life composed of these 10 key components, if we can leverage things of our strength and looking into areas of our life that we might not have tapped into, then we don't feel like there's any gap and things naturally flow. So Catherine has taken her assessment because we want to know what is really our number one killer to Oh balance. no, I'm scared. Are you gonna give the results here? Yes. And oh, I want no. to so Catherine, she indicated from all the 10 components she wanted to focus on her fitness and health. I think that is one of the biggest areas that all of us are thinking about. So we usually start with strength. So her strength is in her personal growth, in her love relationship, and in your love mission. Anything surprising to you over there, those categories? No, I think that's pretty right on, definitely. Awesome. And then the area that she has slightly weakened and that I would recognize focusing on are actually financial intelligence, your lifestyle, and of course, what you already indicated, fitness and physical well-being. I agree with that. And I have actually done the fitness part, 38 days of complete running. I'm up to two miles now. I was so excited this morning. Oh, that's so wonderful. Keep up with the good work. Do you have a goal on how many days you want to go consistently? I do, and it's from a brain-based research. I'm going to go six, well, I'm going to go more than 67, but 67 is the number that where your brain just automates it and you just get up and go in, in any kind of task that you're doing. So I'm going for that automation where I pop out of bed and I go. I'm now at the part where I'm pretty much automated to do it. But when the alarm goes off, I kind of sometimes I'll, like yesterday I popped out of bed. Today I slept for 20 more minutes. So I'm also with that trying to get another hour in my day. So I'm waking up an hour earlier and loving that. That is something that I'm really loving because again, it goes back to my really audacious goal of being a present parent. And if I'm going to be there and not be on my computer after the kids get home at four, then I need to gain an hour in my day. And that the only way I could do that was waking up earlier. Perfect. That is great. Having that powerful kickoff in the morning, it gave us so much more into our life. So thank you. I so appreciate you sharing all your knowledge with us and for our listeners out there who are thinking, hey, there are more to life. There's some area in you that you can shine so bright that nobody else can actually compete with you. 
We just have to find out what that is for you. So, for anybody who would love to connect with you, what would be the best place for them to go find you? I am on pretty much all the platforms: LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. It's under Catherine with a C, Catherine Ann Clayton. And I will tell you that if you're okay with this, if somebody hears this podcast and they want to send me a message and connect with me and say that they heard me on Sabrina's podcast. I will offer them a thirty-minute free consultation to how we can take their big ideas and turn them into a profitable business. Wow, that's so generous of you! Thank you, Catherine. And everyone, remember to contact Catherine and get your big idea into something that you can produce revenue from. Yeah, that they have to say they heard me here. Definitely. Yes, <laughs> and. Think about you don't have to leave your clinical medicine right away. It could be a slow transition, or it could be a fast one. The options are in your hands. Love having you here with us, Catherine Ann, and thanks everyone for listening to us. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe and share with other people who actually can all benefit from turning their dreams. Into something awesome to move your life forward. Have a good day, everyone. All right, my friend. How did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more question on. Actually, how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group. Go to facebook.com/groups/powerfulpassionate, where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have, and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you no longer working on any mundane work, and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me, and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.